1: to our monthly special of group text and
0: behind the velvet rope.
1: Yes, I'm Melissa. And of course, you've got David and we love to catch up once a month and talk everything reality. Oh,
0: David, we got a lot. I don't even know where to begin, Melissa. But I think I, I feel like I say that every time you and I sit down to chat.
1: Yes. Okay. So let's start with the big, big story, which is uh, Kyle and Mauricia, bring us up to speed.
0: I mean, there's so much back and forth on this. You know, like first of all, like this was in People Magazine. You know, you know how it works. I feel when it's in People Magazine, they don't just pull it out of nowhere, right? So they announced that they were separating, and since then, people have just gone awry. So many people are saying it's fake news. They did release a joint statement that says we're not divorcing. We've had a very tough year. So, I mean, I guess you're separating, you're not divorcing. You know, now there's rumors. I mean, there's been rumors about Mauricio throughout the years about certain infidelities. Who knows if they're true? Now there's rumors about Kyle and Morgan Wade, this country singer. You know, and recently, I don't know if you saw this because this happened like in the past I think five or six hours. Andy there's this thing is circulating now that Andy was at the premiere for the Real Housewives of New York City, and one of the new New York Housewives, Bryn Whitfield, said to Andy, he said, or the reporter said, "Who's your, who do you think's the hottest house husband?" And he, she said, Mauricio, and Andy said he's available. It was not really a hot mic moment, but it was kind of. I don't know if he really understood it was being picked up, and that's now out there.
1: Yeah, but Andy is, you know. Smart like a fox. He,
0: he knew that was going
1: to, you know, that is going to pick up steam. And what you said, though, is that uh, Beverly Hills went cameras back up.
0: Which, back up.
1: Which for people who don't understand, that means it's been wrapped. It's been done. The show has been locked. Something happens and they have to actually go back and start filming again, which is the second time they've had to do this
0: this year. If you count Atlanta with Drew and Ralph's divorce, third, really. Vanderpump is the one you're referring to. So, I mean, I wonder if this is just the new trend in reality TV, that this is the world we live in. Things move fast, Melissa.
1: But don't you wonder how much of this is, what it is to generate PR? Because the franchises, the Real House franchises are still doing great, but they're not the juggernauts they were. I mean, you can see that with the complete reboot of New York, which we'll get to in a minute, about they're doing the press rounds and that people are already kind of like, "Mm, not loving this very sort of kumbaya, and that all they're arguing about is a cheese platter and what restaurant to go to. But we'll get to that. So, okay. And then there's the story about Morgan Wade and Kyle having matching tattoos. Now, I'm going to kind of call. Not bullshit on that, but they're not like these super unique tattoos. They're the outline of a little heart. You know, I, I can I can name a thousand people who have that same tattoo.
0: Yes. And, you know, they're saying that Morgan has a K tattoo. Well, her ex-girlfriend's name is Katie. So it's Katie Cody. So Katie starts with a K, Kyle starts with the K. So, you know, this could be for your ex-girlfriend, you know, and I guess they have matching rings, but the rings themselves are also very generic. So I think it's a lot of, I mean, I know there's a lot of talk out there that this is Kyle's sober coach. Then Kyle releases a statement that she's one year sober. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like Kyle and Mauricio are now trying to distance themselves from this separation rumor. Because they're posting pictures of them in Aspen, like they did a few weeks ago, that everything's happy. They're both—I don't know now. I, I just think where there's smoke, there's fire. Like I don't think this is now a happily married couple, like I thought they were. This story just didn't come out of nowhere.
1: But also, like you said, they did release a statement saying they were separating. Yeah, and then everyone's saying divorce, and then they release a second statement. It's all very confusing, but. It's gonna make for great TV.
0: It's gonna make for great TV.
1: But and also though, this is the stuff that the viewers want to see, which makes me bring up New York, which has kind of been like the premiere was kind of like, eh.
0: My DMs are so mixed on this. I think I think everyone wanted to it, hate it. So I think there are a certain group of people that are like, you know wow. Okay. Like maybe I'll hang in there, but that's not really an overly positive thing when you expect it to hate it. But so many people are just like, right. What are we talking about? We're talking about cheese. And I really don't want to get to know a new group of people. The premiere, like, I don't know if they factored in like DVR and all that, but the, the ratings I finally saw, I don't know if I told you this were like 600,000, they were in the sixes. So that's not so great to start out with.
1: Where were they before in the in the millions?
0: I think like low millions, maybe last season, even I think last season, season 13, that s- started this whole reboot, I think was higher, I think was maybe in the sevens.
1: But those are still enormous numbers. Yeah. yeah, those are enormous ratings. Um, again, in the news. Is uh our favorite? I'm I'm so like torn whether to suddenly ask you about the fact that Potomac, you know, here they are playing nice in New York, and Potomac just had a you know a, a knockdown dragout fight a la New Jersey, which no one has resigned for yet. I mean, it's just the behind the scenes with this is just
0: crazy. It's crazy. I mean, New Jersey, there were these fake rumors out there that the contracts were sent out, but no contracts have been sent out for New Jersey. So it's like the bottom line is they don't, they don't know what to do in New Jersey. Still, there are these rumors that everyone is coming back. I'm starting to believe that everyone is coming back, but they don't know what to do because Teresa is like, I'm not going to film with Melissa or I'm not going to engage with her. So in, in New Jersey, they have a big problem, but yeah, to your point, I don't know. Like, what do people want? Because people say New Jersey is so toxic. We don't want to watch another season of Melissa and Teresa knocking each other out. We just had this video with Potomac, which everyone seems to be talking about. So it's like, do you want, and a lot of people have said with New York, wow, this is so nice and it's so refreshing. It's like the old days of Housewives where we were arguing over nothing. I can't tell what people, like if people don't want New York and they're not watching, Do you want this other stuff? And if you do, then don't say it's so toxic and you're so upset. It's like, what do you want?
1: Because here's the thing, you know, everybody thinks they want all the nice and it's like a nice palate cleanser. But how many weeks can you watch it that? And how much before it becomes an eye roll that it's a bunch of rich women going, "Eh, not a trendy enough restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, that gets old. And for a lot of us that are viewers, unfortunately, we have friends that are like that and we find them genuinely annoying. Yeah, I, I, I you have friends like that. I have friends like that. I have a friend that I just went to dinner with and it literally was two days of trying to decide where to have dinner. And, you know, I, I just was like, you pick. I don't care. But it was like, well, should we go here? Oh, but this place is newer and trendier. But this place has better food. I'm like literally after two days, I was going to pull my hair out. So I don't know what I'm going to do watching a whole season of who has the nicer charcuterie board.
0: And then you want to know, Melissa, why I just want to stay home and work. Like, me too. Like, I'm okay with no friends. Let me just go on record. I'm just okay. You know how they say the older you get, the smaller your circle gets? Well, I am. I'm going to vouch for that one. Party of one. Party of one. I'm the same way. I'm like, I mean, I am so exhausted from working. I don't care. Like pick a restaurant, tell me a time. You should be thrilled that I'm so easy. Tell me a time, tell me a location. I will be there. It could be all the way across town, even in LA. I will get there. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. So speaking of LA and restaurants, Vanderpump. Yes. Okay, so Raquel is now Rachel.
0: You know, our bi-weekly co-host, Miss Sarah Fraser, always tells me on air that I'm aging in reverse. Those are her words, not mine. You've heard her say them. I don't have that much of an ego. And you know, I actually feel bad because the last time she said that, well, all the time she said that, I never actually explained why. I wish I could thank my mom say I have gray genes, but honestly and truly, it's because of one skin. Now, here's the thing. I don't get into the science behind all of this. I just want to look good. But in their labs, by treating AIDS skin scientists found that the OS.01 peptide reverses skin Skin's biological age by reducing the number of a certain amount of cells by up to 50%. Now, I don't really need to hear any more. I hear scientists, peptide, and reversing skin's biological age. Sign me up. But here's the thing it really does work. Their eye topical supplement and their face topical supplement feels like such a high end product and they're fragrance free. So there's no irritation for sensitive skin. Now, for a limited time, my listeners can get 15% off OneSkin with my code VELVET. Just go to oneskin.com co and insert code velvet again, oneskin.co insert code velvet and you'll get 15% off. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps lower your bills all in one place. Right now, how many unused subscriptions do you each think you have? You buy a product one time, you watch a TV streaming service for a month. Did you read the fine print? Do you know that you're being charged every month? Do you know that it was a recurring subscription? Did you know that? and mean to cancel and yet not cancel I mean it happens to me literally almost every other week And it's not even like that you personally forget about these things it's that when I do finally remember the 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 fine print is so detailed like I can't find which page to go to how to cancel it I mean I think they do that on purpose rocket money has cleaned all of this mess up and has saved me a ton of money mostly with like the TV streaming services Peacock Hulu Netflix I can keep going so stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage all your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Rope. That's rocketmoney.com slash velvetrope. Rocketmoney.com slash Rope. She says she's Rachel now. She's changed her name back. She hasn't started filming yet, but there are pictures which have surfaced in the past also few hours of her for the first time seen outside the facility in the, the Meadows in Arizona, or I think she was in, I think she's in Arizona or maybe she's home in LA, but she hasn't filmed yet, but she's coming back. So people need to get ready for that. You know, also there's a lot of drama now too, is that they're all in Vegas on the cast trip for Lisa's new restaurant Wolf. And they take this group picture. Mind you, Ariana is not there. She got paid God knows how much to go to Love Island. So Vanderpump is probably like, I guess they probably worked that out in the contract, right? You can come back, but we understand you now make all this money doing other things. And it's also great promo for the show. So Ariana is not even there, but Sheena is like standing next to Tom. She has her arm around him mm-hmm. as you need to when it's your job. And the people have come for Sheena. How could you be standing next to that guy? And I mean... Really, I mean, there's lots
1: of times that you have to stand in a picture next to coworkers that you don't care for, but you do it. I can't tell you how many executives I've had to stand in pictures with that I don't care for.
0: Yeah, she does claps back. It is like, I don't understand. I'm not supposed to do my job. And- Ex-
1: exactly, let's talk more about Rachel slash Raquel.
0: Yes. Um,
1: and you and I discussed this. I think she really did have a nervous breakdown. I really, because I know a lot of people are saying that she didn't, it's a publicity thing, They, she needed to get out of there or people could leave her alone and let the storm blow over. I think she. this was her sort of emotional bottom. It is really hard when the entire world turns against you. And I don't think she was prepared for that at all obviously. And I don't think you got to wonder, you know, we talk about what she's 28. Yeah. At 28, you make terrible decisions in general. So what do you think? Do you think this was a real rock bottom moment and that by becoming Rachel again, she's getting back to who she was before all of this Vanderpump show came along
0: as I always say, I'm behind the velvet rope. Two things get to be true. And I I do think, I, I agree with you. I do think she had a real mental breakdown. Listen, like when you're 28, look like at, at any age, it's hard to handle, right? But I think like at 28, you don't have the life skills to realize, girl, there's a long life ahead of you. Like this, this will pass. So I do think like when the whole world hates you and somehow she was villainized more than Tom was. So- I do think she had a real mental breakdown, but I also feel that she has a team behind her that is like, let's get some money now if they want, as you should, I don't blame you. Right. Like she is the one we want to hear from. So I think the team behind her, it's being marketed really well. And, I don't know. I mean, if it were me and I was on a team, I would say how brilliant that you can just go back. How many of us have a name that we can fall back on? What a great way to go back and have a whole new story arc and say like I'm changed and have also in the world of public opinion, have the world start to think of you differently. So I think it was real, but I think there's a marketing team now as well.
1: But those things don't always pass. It is something that whenever she does anything will be brought up. I want to hear her and Tom discuss this. That will be interesting because as ridiculous as what she was doing, as far as I'm concerned, Tom's the shithead.
0: Yeah, and while she was in the facility, you know, and we do think it's real, he was on tour. I mean, let's not, he was on tour, shirtless, singing every night to a whole bunch of female groupies, single. So- Right. Like, though, that's how his several months were spent selling tickets, making money. The tickets did sell after the first few shows. So I would love to see, like, does she understand this, that while she was recovering, he was living his best life as a rock star? That wouldn't go over so well with me.
1: And and we heard that Lisa and Tom had a knockdown drag out.
0: That's what the rumors are. Now, I don't know what that's about. I haven't heard anything, but I've heard that that's what's happened. So (laughs) I wonder what that, I mean, Lisa also, I wonder if Lisa came back now, like Lisa got a lot of flack last season for that one scene where he's crying in her house and she was sympathetic and, you know, Lisa was standing by him, which I don't blame her. She's part, you know, they're in business together and Tom, Tom, but I don't know. I don't know if Lisa's now, like I better distance myself from, but I mean, also rumor is Tom is just stomping around. And like, I think Tom is a true narcissist who loves this. Like, I think, I don't think he's, I think he loves walking down the street and having TMZ stop him every day and still want to talk about this. I think he's loving it. That's my, I think,
1: I think he's loving it too. And then did you see the photos of Ariana and Derek Huff going to lunch? And they're trying to create a story. I read a couple of things like, oh, is it just lunch? And everyone's forgetting that Derek Huff's engaged and happily. He's not I, like this player guy.
0: And Ariana does have a boyfriend, Daniel Way, which no one seems to want to remember. Yeah. But,
1: you know, and then she's on Love Island. No, okay. I think she's also probably gotten a book deal.
0: I mean, probably, right? I mean, it could go in so many different ways. It doesn't even have to be your life story. It could be like how to rebound. You know, it could be like a women's like self-help book. It could be so many things.
1: How, How far though can they, and I mean the show, the franchise ride this? Do we think one more season that they can get all the drama before it becomes where I hit and maybe other people don't like, guys, get your acts together, you know? And that's what happened to me with a couple shows where I'm just like, really,
0: you know? Yeah, I think that's what ties into housewife fatigue. Like if you really strip it out, I mean, we have so many different franchises of the housewives, it is the same formula, right? Like whether you're, okay, Beverly Hills is fine, is different than the OC is different than New York, but it's the same general formula. So to have multiple shows on all year at the same time, I'm a little fatigued by it all, right? Like I want something new.
1: But speaking of new the golden bachelor, um, his name is, I can't find his name. Jerry. And he's Jerry. Yes. And he's 71 and holy crap. Is he handsome now? I was thinking about that last night and with someone who is 71 and looks that good, I would be a little weary of someone that spends that much time on maintenance because you don't a 71 year old does not look like that without doing continuous and major maintenance. And I don't want to be with a man who spends more time in the mirror than me.
0: I didn't even know what he looked like until you said, because my I, friend Rachel Riley from Big Brother, she's great. She was on my show. She was involved in casting this. So, you know, it's like, you know, you're in the business. I'm like, is this show really going to actually ever see the light of day? But the more she's talked about it, here we are. So I didn't even know what he looked like until you sent me that picture. Oh my God. Yes, you are right. There are 71 and then there's 71, right? I mean, this guy is is good looking, I just want to, like we talked about, I wonder what the age of the women suitors is going to be. Is it going to be his age, older and younger? And are we going to go all the way down? Because he looks like he's in his like early fifties to me.
1: 100%. And I have a feeling if I were producing the show, I love to play this game. I would have, my youngest would be probably 25 and I would go all the way up to 72 And because, you know, what they want is to see him having to decide about someone age appropriate and some young hottie, my gut, and I will say this right now, he is going to end up with someone between 45 and 55, maybe 42. I'm going to give it, I'm actually going to say 42, because that's still age appropriate enough, but not gross.
0: I agree with you. Listen, it's ABC. So I could, I mean, I really, I, I agree with you. I just hope that they don't go the straight and narrow route of age. Like I would love an age range to me that makes this show so much more interesting to see, you know, he's going to sit there for the first and, Oh, I really want to find love and this and that really. Cause you're eliminating everyone who's like 68 and you're choosing like to go on one-on-one dates with people in their like late twenties. Right. Oh, yeah. So I think that's going to be but I, I agree with you. I bet you he's going to end up. I was going to say like forty to fifty-two. I'm, right. I'm, I'm agreeing.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. But, with, but, okay, so just as a as a primer for people, Disney owns ABC, which is the home of The Bachelor. They also own Hulu, the home of the Kardashians. And was it? I think it was last week. The internet and everyone was blowing up because. Right at the end of the show and teasing into the next episode, Kim announces that she's been asked to be the bachelorette. So just just follow me here. Kim says that the promos all have the family freaking out. Everyone's talking about Kim being on the bachelorette and then they drop the news about the golden bachelor. Whoever is working in strategic marketing for ABC and Disney and Hulu, that was a Meeting of the minds, right
0: there. Brilliant. I mean, because listen, let's just cut to the chase. Kim, Kim Kardashian is not doing. Kim's no. not
1: doing the Bachelor, Bachelorette. She's not.
0: There's a zero percent chance of this with no creative control over it. No.
1: Well, first of all, the money, and second of all, who are the guys going to be that are in? that you could believe she would be with. We all had enough problems believing about Pete Davidson and he has a shit ton of money and is famous and apparently very well-endowed, but that's a different podcast.
0: That's a whole Um, different podcast. It's a
1: whole different podcast. So who would they put with her? They can't, but if that's not great cross-promotion, I don't know what is.
0: It's brilliant. And I had Wells Adams from The Bachelor. He's like, he hosts Bachelor in Paradise. This came up because I suggested Ariana as the next Bachelorette, maybe after Dancing with the Stars. And somehow it came up and that he said, like, he's been in rooms where people have brought up now for, it lasts for 30 seconds or one second, where they brought up Kim and the other Kardashians. Because, I mean, I would just think where the world is, they would start wanting to go to these semi-well-known people As the leads, which kind of jumps the shark. But I think that's, like you said, there needs to be new life in all these franchises.
1: And I would not call the Kardashians semi-well-known people. But The Bachelor and The the Bachelorette have not had good luck when they've gone for someone who's even partially known or has a famous relative. It has not ended well for them.
0: No, it hasn't.
1: But I'm certainly going to watch the Kardashians this week to see the rest of the conversation.
0: We're a reality TV podcast here, right? So who is the toughest chef that we can think of? My mind goes to Hell's Kitchen's Gordon Ramsay. So I don't know, call me crazy, but like if you're going to think of what pots and pans get past someone like Gordon Ramsay, those are the pots and pans I'd want to use, right? Enter Hexclad. They're actually the pans that Gordon Ramsay uses at home and in his Michelin star restaurants. Hexclad has revolutionized the cookware industry with its patented hybrid cookware. Incredibly durable, combining the performance of stainless steel and the easy to clean of nonstick. I actually just gave my friend Lisa out here in the Hamptons as a brand new house. I actually just gave the 13-piece Hexclad set to her as a housewarming gift. She told me it was the best housewarming gift she got. The 13-piece set has everything you would need, 8-inch pan, 12-inch pan, pots. Also, and just really focus on this, Hexclad comes with a lifetime warranty. For a limited time, my listeners get 10% off their entire order with code VELVET at Hexclad.com. Just go to H-E-X-C-L-A-D.com and use code Velvet. Your kitchen will truly never be the same. I have to say, I'm not that excited about the bachelor anymore, but the golden bachelor does relatively intrigue me. It does.
1: Oh, it totally intrigues me. It's it's more of a like, oh my God, what how is this gonna play out? And who are these women gonna be? I think it's gonna be amazing. Who do you think would be a great bachelor slash bachelorette?
0: Besides Ariana Maddox, if I mean, she, assuming she was single, that's a really good question. I mean, the possibilities are so endless. I mean, you look at someone like I like someone who has been fluid in the past or like like a Demi Lovato, someone like that comes up to my mind. What about
1: like a Scott Disick?
0: Hmm. I think, listen, I would love a Scott Disick.
1: And one person you brought up, which I think
0: would be brilliant
1: casting, Caitlyn Jenner.
0: Scott can be on The Bachelor. And the second, listen, if the if the Golden Bachelor is a success, I mean, what comes next? The Golden Bachelorette, right? Yeah. So let's get Caitlyn in there and really get suitors for her of all ages i think that would be that i i i did bring that up to you i think it would be great i mean she might almost do it right
1: well the whole abc hulu disney synergy is clearly at play in this last week with both those shows or with all three four love island (laughs) bachelorette bachelor um and golden Golden Bachelor. Man, they are just printing money, but we got to talk about my favorite. Below Your
0: favorite. Your favorite is trending today. It is. Why? Just a lot of the things that we talked about, just as far as like all oh, the Gary and the Daisy and Colin, and just this was a more messy season than most.
1: Oh my God. The two part reunion. I got to watch part two last night. I mean, part one was great. But we were all waiting for part two, which was basically the showdown between Daisy, Colin and Gary. And wow, did it not end well for any of them, any of them. And there we found out so much. We found out that Colin and Daisy hooked up before the show started, that Colin had been flirting with Daisy and Daisy had been flirting back all this time uh through they started at season 2 and then right before season 4 he actually said to her if i didn't have a girlfriend i would kiss you right now and then apparently they were in a hotel together before they got on the boat and there's kind of different timelines happening because colin daisy said that colin was sort of seeing someone what he said was what she said was sleeping with someone before the season started, and even though they were making out, they were, and then they got on the boat, and didn't anyone to know, and it was this whole thing, and it was crazy. The there was one very funny moment,
0: yeah, in an
1: asshole kind of way, where Colin and Daisy are going at it, and they cut to Gary, and he's sitting there eating chips, just watching. But Gary got a little bit of a spanking for him to say. He, he admitted he does not watch the show back. Right. Which is everyone kind of piled on him for that. And they're right. And one of them said, I can't remember who. We are given such a special and unique opportunity to get to watch ourselves and our behavior and see how other people see us and the chance to grow. And if someone needs to grow, it's Gary. You know, he got a taste of his own medicine. Big time.
0: I don't understand the appeal of Gary. That's just me.
1: Well, because he's funny and this and that and the other. And this is the first he was always a dog. But this was the first season where you're like. Wow, he's not a good guy like he's it was the first time in all these years I thought Gary was kind of gross
0: kind of gross he's not my favorite I'm going to be honest with you yeah
1: but one of the big part of the one of the things that was announced on it was Alex the super hot long-haired guy is on winter house
0: this season See, that's, I love this. I love that like other people from Below Deck are in Winter House. I mean, you know, like originally it was just Vanderpump and it was just Southern Charm. I say it's br- it's a brilliant casting, right? Because they're the same age, they're the right age. It's partying, like let's mix it up. So I think whoever's idea was to involve this, the Below Deck franchise cast in Summer House, Winter House is brilliant, or yeah. Winter House that is.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of ones that I know about that are gonna make it.
0: Same awesome. here. Same with, here. And my
1: below deck peeps. Also, what just premiered was a uh, uh, below deck down under. And you know, I kind of don't care about the story. I just want to look
0: at Captain Jason.
1: He is unbelievable and so freaking cool.
0: I love how they just like this many years in like when they started over with like a new concept, they're like, you know, this is Bravo. Like, let's just not cast this until we find the hot captain right like that wasn't just didn't just happen like i'm sure when he walked in they were like okay this puts you at least in the top 10 right
1: well also because captain lee studded the sea has
0: retired we need
1: a new heartthrob
0: we need a captain jason i love aisha i had her on my show she's great you know she Uh, It's listen, you might I, I might be hanging on every word now that this particular franchise is back.
1: Oh, and I can I'm I'm hoping now again, you and I like to play if we were casting the show. I would for sure throw so much money at Daisy, Colin and Gary. To get them back. I mean, they were ripping on each other. Ripping and Daisy broke down and was sobbing. And I mean, it was.
0: Do you think it would take that much money? I mean, rumor is Raquel's getting a bunch of money. Do you think, I think they would come back now.
1: It was so, I could see Gary and Colin coming back um, and reper, r- repairing their bromance. Um, Cause they ended it by saying, yeah, the, the friendship is permanently damaged, but. You know, they still chat. Um, You think Daisy's
0: going to hold out.
1: I, I don't know if. If I were Daisy's advisors, I would say. Let's get a little more space because she really was losing it. She started to lose it during the season. She came off horribly. You know, she got attacked online being called a slut. I mean, just crazy attacks online where even Colin said to her, why do you read it? But I mean, yeah. she. this really got to her on a different level. I mean, she was had to keep getting up and walking away because she was crying so hard.
0: But look at Raquel and here she is ready, to, putting on her shoes, ready to go film her first scene. I just feel Really, when there's a contract in front of you, are you really, really not signing this?
1: Well, maybe we should have Daisy go to the Meadows.
0: Well, it seems to have helped Rachel. I should start calling her Rachel now, Melissa. Yeah,
1: she's Rachel. She's back to back to her her true self. Okay, what do we think is going to... Let, let's do some predictions.
0: Let's do it.
1: Let's do some predictions. Um, Kyle and Mauricio, I think we'll stay just separated and be one of those couples that just doesn't divorce because everything is so entangled and that'll just be a separation until somebody wants to get married. But a lot of people of that kind of net wealth just stay separated so that no one can marry them just for their money. It takes the conversation. It it, it makes it not even on the table. What are your thoughts?
0: I agree with that too. You know, I mean, like I had this vision of them being this perfect, happy couple. So now that we kind of have this new narrative that they've been living these separate lives, I feel what is the difference? I think they'll just stay. I mean, I do think they're friends, right? You have all these children, you have a life together. It's like, if you understand you're separated, but together, sure, I think they're going to stay separated. Like why go through an actual divorce?
1: But we also don't know how long this situation has been going on.
0: No, we do not.
1: You know, and they could have been living very separate lives for the last couple of years, and we don't know. Okay. Yeah,
0: uh, that I would agree with.
1: Okay. Rachel, Vanderpump, Ariana, what's your prediction?
0: I think... Rachel got more money. You know, there's these rumors she was bound by a contract from last year. I don't see how that's possible. I think she got more money. I think she's going to go back. And I think the world is going to soften on her by the time the season comes. I think it's already happening. I, she's going to have to sit down and come face to face one-on-one with Ariana. That is a scene that some producer has in mind. So that to me is the explosive scene after her and Tom, it's going to be her and Ariana. I think it's, they're going to have another great season. I agree with you after that. I don't know how long this could all last.
1: Okay. New York. How, what do we think? How long before they have to have their first big fight? Over, it's not over what restaurant to go to
0: over nothing um i think we have a few more episodes and i just i hate to be the bearer of bad news i just don't see this franchise i think you know how like when something comes back it's like the return of Tamron, on the oc it's the highest rated and then the ratings slowly decline as the season goes on i think the ratings on this are just going to slowly i think 600 is where we start and i think they're just going to keep going down i hate to be so negative it's just my gut feeling um golden bachelor,
1: I think it's going to be a success.
0: I think it's going to be a success because, you know, like, and I talked about this with Rachel when she came on my show, the casting person like so many of these people come on the bachelor these days for Instagram followers. It's not the pure show that it was right. You have an ulterior motive. A 71 year old man is not like, wait, let me get Instagram followers. Like I do think that, you know, his wife passed away. So I think the actual person that is being set up is there for the right reasons. And taking the 20-somethings out of it. There's no 63-year-old woman that is vying for his attention who's like, let me get five more followers on Instagram for fame, right? So I think just the heart of reality TV is going to be in this show. I, I agree. I think it's going to be a huge hit.
1: Okay, and below deck, we know what I think. I just think it doesn't matter because of Captain Jason.
0: But we course, just I need mean, shirtless scenes, that's we all. We just
1: need, I want to see Captain Jason like, and his girlfriend or something like that. I wonder if it goes to season three, could we do something where maybe he and a crew member have a little flirtation? But see, I don't think he would do that because he is so
0: like seriously captain, but he must get hit on by charter guests. Oh my God. I mean, like
1: he's the new captain Lee. He's the new stud of the sea.
0: Plus like, Plus a lot like I'm I'm more into Captain Jason than I ever was into Captain Lee. No offense, Captain Lee.
1: Oh, no offense. But he appealed to a certain demographic. He did. He where Captain Jason appeals to. Oh, that'd be right. Every demographic.
0: Yes, he he has my attention. You might make a below deck aficionado out of me.
1: I'm, I'm telling you, I am telling you, it's the best. It is the best. Because you have all these different charter guests every I episode. Like so there's always something, some, there's a new dynamic every single episode.
0: That I like.
1: The, the season finale had a thruple
0: on it. I knew the gay guys last season, I think on Captain Sandy's, the ones from New York. I don't know if it was Sandy or Lee, but they were posting 24 seven about their below deck experience. Oh
1: my God. The season finale of below of a sailing lot had a thruple that was so rude and so gross. And they kept, someone threw up in the, in the sink and never cleaned it. They weren't flushing the toilet. It was Captain Glenn had to get in one of their faces. I'm telling you, if you watch one episode of Below Deck from last season, watch the finale.
0: I would be the most boring charter guest because I would be like, this is on TV. I will literally be on my best behavior and oh, well, nothing would happen.
1: We've, we've flirted with the idea um, of, of me possibly doing it. And the problem is, I am so boring on vacation. All they will see is me sleeping. Is me sleeping, and my friends going? Should we wake her? <laughs> I mean, that's my. I mean, that's that's my happy place.
0: Well, you would bring a posse, and they, and that would be a storyline in and of itself. That yeah, Melissa but, Rivers is just sleeping the entire vacation, and
1: yeah, you know. I'd be. I I would crawl from from my room to like the deck eat pass out jump in the water have a snack pass out maybe chat go into my room into my room and, and pull the blackout shades take a good nap crawl out to dinner and by nine thirty be yawning
0: well then they would do the green screens with the crew and they would talk about how you were the best guest ever because they don't have to interact with you it would be a whole and your friends would be like oh she's still sleeping and they would be getting drunk it would all work
1: it's true I think I should just throw my friends under the bus like that yeah. Hey, hey, but I was thinking about that. I'm like, I would have to cast which friends go.
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously you would take me, but besides me, uh, you would some other friends. Yeah. I and mean, you have to no, have we would to be them. We
1: would be doing podcasts from there.
0: We would have all the people on. It would work. Oh, yeah.
1: It would be great. We could do a round table.
0: I like this idea.
1: I do too. Let's pursue this. Okay. David Yantif, as That's always. Nice. We're going to have, as these seasons progress, we're going to have to do more of these to just keep up.
0: There's a strike, Melissa. So if you, I mean, people want content. So we we might have to increase the frequency of these.
1: I love you so much. Have a great couple days. I Chat love you. Again.
0: Don't work too hard. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear